Praise the name of the Lord. Uh, you really surprised me, but I'm, I'm so glad you came. I'm so glad you came. And Peter, if you're listening, give her an offering before she leaves. Glory to God. Praise the name of the Lord. I know he's going to ask me how much. Let's, let's give her um, $500. Yeah. That's just because Jesus loves you. And don't be hating. Why didn't I get that? I don't know. The Lord didn't tell me to give you that. Praise the Lord. Be happy. Rejoice when others get blessed and then you'll get blessed. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Well, are you, are you excited to be here? That song was perfect right before my message because it talked about authority and it talked about power. Amen. Somebody say authority. And say power. And I'm going to continue from last week, as I had mentioned, uh, from Sunday morning and Sunday night. And uh, that is the portion of the believer. Amen. Authority. We've been given keys. Say keys. Keys represent authority. And, and, and power is the ability to use, exercise our authority. Amen. That, that Christ has given us. The Bible says that all authority was given to Jesus and he gave it to the church. Amen. And we are the church. And there is a reason why we need to operate in the power of God. Somebody say power. power. Amen. And so I'm going to continue on that uh, this morning. Uh, as I had mentioned to you, walking in power is not negotiable for the believer. You know why? Because the, the, there is a real devil out there. And so, so if you're going to walk in victory, it's, it's going to take more than just coming to church. It's you knowing who you are and what belongs to you. And God has given you uh, everything you would ever need. The Bible says that the righteous, uh, uh, we are to rule and reign in this life. Say in this life. Not wait till we get to heaven. Praise God we're going to get to heaven one day. And we look forward to that day. And we know that that day will be soon. But, but, but we, we need to operate in that authority and in that power now. Say now. We don't need it when we go to heaven. We need it now. And, and, and it's available for you. And it's, it's liberating to understand and to know that God has equipped us and made available for us everything we will ever need to get over on this life. You know, the Bible says that the, the God of this world blind the minds of the unbelievers lest they come to know the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ. Where who's the God of this world? Satan. And, and his job, you know, I, I would, I, there, there's no such thing as you just uh, not belonging to either side. There's no such thing as you just going to be about you. And you know, I'm not about like uh, um, serving God. I'm not like that. I, I don't serve God like, like that. And, but, but I'm not like a, a bad person, so I don't like worship the devil. Well, there's no in between. You either belong to God, and if you do, then you're not your own. You're about with the price, the precious blood of Jesus Christ. And you, you are the temple of the living God. Amen. And so he is your Lord and he is your Savior. You don't, when you have a Lord, you're not your own, but rejoice because this is for your benefit. This is not for just God wants to be your Lord and I'm watching off after you and I'm going to hit you over the head and I'm waiting for you to mess up and blah, 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 blah. That's not the God that we serve. We serve a loving Father, a merciful, gracious, 
that has, the Bible says that he has prepared a table. Prepared a table for us with everything we would ever need. Hallelujah. And all we have to do is know that it's there and, and sit down and dine with the king. Amen. So there's no, there's deception for people to think, I'm just me. I just, I'm just me. And I, and, and because I'm not bad person, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm not on the devil side. And because I'm, uh, you know, I do good things. There's a lot of good people that are going to go to hell. A lot of good people. Because it takes repenting of sin and giving your life to Jesus. Being born of the Spirit of God. To belong to him. And to be set free from the grip of the devil that he once had upon our lives. How many free people are here this morning? And if you're not free, today is your day of freedom. Because let me see you right now. If you're visiting with us, you're at the right place. No, don't, don't get scared because the, you're not at the wrong place. You're at the right place. You're here because God drew you to here. Because he wants to draw you to himself. Because here we're going to lead you to him. Amen. And so you're in a zone where the presence of God is and anything can happen, anything good, anything good. And anything bad that was supposed to happen, that already got canceled because we pray. We pray on Saturday mornings. Amen. We prepare everything like we're not ignorant. Amen. Of the tactics of the enemy. And so, but you're in a place where no matter where you find yourself, if you open up your heart and receive from the Lord, you know what, it, you can leave out of here fulfilled with what you need and, and it's going to come from the word of the Lord. Amen. And so it's so important that we understand that if we are on the Lord's side, if he, if we are in him, then we, then, then we need to access everything uh, that he has available for us. And, and he's given us keys, say keys that represent authority. And he's given us power over all the works of the devil. And that is what I shared with you last week. Uh, if you open up your Bibles, let me take you to the scripture. I think I, 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 it was in Ephesians, right? Was it Ephesians? Glory to God. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah, it is. Ephesians chapter 3. Praise the name of the Lord. Can somebody say thank you, Jesus? Jesus. Ephesians. Um, three, uh, starting at verse, um, um, 14. Yeah, let's do that. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Isn't he wonderful? Amen. Let me read in the NLT. He, and this is a prayer for the, the Ephesian church. And we can include ourselves in this prayer. And we should personalize this until we get it. Amen. See, the word of God until you get it. I, you got to get it. If you're going to get it, you got to personalize it as if he was just talking to you. Somebody say he's talking to me this morning. And so he prayed this for us. When I think of all this, I fall to my knees and I pray to the father, the creator of everything in heaven and earth. I pray that from his glorious unlimited resources. Hey, there's unlimited resources. But if I just stop, I'm never going to finish. So let me continue. Uh, unlimited resources. He will empower you. Say empower. empower. Empower you with inner strength. That's not strength you come up with yourself on your own. Amen. We try that. That's not strength. Thank you. Thank you. That's not strength you come up 
on your own. We try that. It, yeah, so it, it, inner strength through his spirit. Through his spirit. Everything we will be, everything we are, it's not on our own. That's why uh, the Bible says, not by power, not by might, but by his spirit. Because the spirit of Christ is the spirit of power. And it's the, the spirit that comes to live on the inside of us. Amen. That's why you find yourself, when you give your life to Jesus, you find yourself doing things that you never thought you could. Amen. You're like, man back then I would have never but that ain't who you are no more you're a new creature in Christ Jesus and you have been empowered say empowered you're not weak but I feel weak but you're not weak hit yourself get a hammer hit yourself on the big toe and your feelings are going to change real quick so who cares how you feel feelings are subject to change it's what you know it's what you know. So don't go by your feelings. It's, it, God has empowered you by his spirit. Don't just quote, greater is he that is in me than he does of this world and walk in weakness. Walk in that strength that you're carrying. That's why the Bible says, it, when I am weak, I am made strong. Even in my weakness, I am strong. Let the weak say, I am strong. You see, because it doesn't matter what is going on. It doesn't matter what I feel. It's what I know and who's with me. And he's with us. And he's with us strong. Go about acknowledging who's on the inside of you. Amen. Go, go about acknowledging of what you are carrying. When you get so focused enough that it hits you by the revelation of the Spirit of God that I am not alone. God is with me. He is for me. And he is in me. How can I be afraid? How can I be nervous in, 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 uh, about anything? Hey, even if I'm nervous, I'm confident. Even if I feel weak, I'm confident. Even if I don't know how it's going to turn out, I know. I know who holds me. Hallelujah. This is reality. This is how we have to live. Say, this is how I got to live. It's not just, you know... Uh, 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 uh. And, and, and this my, my dear friends it's done by the force of faith the force of faith because we don't we don't we we get everything that God has for us through faith say faith. faith and faith is powerful it allows us to see the unseen it allows us to believe the unbelievable it allows us to tap into the what is impossible with men is possible with God it causes us to see what others don't see it causes us to do things that we, you know, we don't even know. What did I just say? Whoo! The spirit of faith is a spirit of power. The spirit of faith is a spirit of power. It's not, a, it's not just a, a religious word that people use all the time. And they have, they're, they're not in, haven't even been empowered by faith. Hi. ¿Cómo está, hermana? Aquí por fe, nomás todo aquí por fe, caminando por fe. Y nada. Nothing. No fruit. How you doing, brother? I'm just, you know, living by faith, walking by faith. No spiritual power. No fruit. I like what Bishop Oyedepo says that is that faith is a spiritual force. Say force. force. Say force. force. Drawn from the living word. Faith comes by the word. And it's for living proof. That's why James says, show me your faith and I'll show you my actions. 
I'll show you my actions and you show and I'll show you my faith. Faith without action is dead. Amen. And so everything we receive from the Lord is by faith. And faith is for fruit. And we should expect fruit. What kind of fruit? Spiritual fruit. Answers to prayers. Freedom and liberty. Hallelujah. New life. Glory to God. Increase. The kingdom of God is not in talk, but in power. It's demonstrated in power. And we are kingdom people. We are kingdom citizens. And Jesus brought the kingdom of God here on this earth. It was God himself coming down. And, and what happened when the kingdom of God came down? The lame walk, the blind sea, people were healed, devils were cast out. Hallelujah, the prisoners were set free. The oppressed were set free. The captives were set free. That's, that's the kingdom of power. We belong to the kingdom of power. Say, I belong to the kingdom of power. It's a government. It's a domain. And if you understand that, forget the government of this world. Don't get me started. It failed. Your hope is not in, in, the, in the government of this, the system of this world. But we're from the kingdom of God, citizens of heaven. We're just uh, 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 passing by. We're just passing by, but while we're passing by, we're going to pass by in victory. Ruling and railing, reigning as kings and priests. Hallelujah. Not by our own strength, not by our own ability, but by the spirit of power. The spirit of power. And this is the power that the Apostle Paul prayed that we would understand. Had I always understood this ability? No. I was raised in church. I went to church. And I never understood spiritual power. So you live a, when you don't, you, 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 you live in frustration. Because you know God is real. But why isn't things working in my life? You, you, you spend more time waiting on God than being a person of power and action. You're just waiting God to do something. When God said, I've already done it. I sent my son Jesus I, to die for you, to, to wash your sin away, to break. For this reason, 1 John 3, 8 was the son of God manifested. Not just to bring you to heaven. Before he can bring you to heaven, he had to do something. And that was destroy the works of the devil over our lives. So the works of the devil have been destroyed over our lives. So God said, already, already, Jesus, the last things he said, it is finished. It is, it is finished. And here we are, frustrated, waiting for God to make a move for us. He says, I've given you my word. I've given you the name that is above all names. That at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. Every Every knee shall bow in heaven, on earth, and under the earth. And, and, and the, the name that is above every name. The name above sickness. The name above disease. The name above oppression. The name. We have a legal right to the name of Jesus. When's the last time you used the name of Jesus and believed it? Hallelujah. We have angels. Not only do we have an angel assigned to each and every one of us, we have a host of angels. We have the bread of life. We have the blood. We have the Holy Spirit. I mean, should we go on and on and on? 
Glory to God. For what? To be empowered. To be witnesses. To live the life that Jesus Christ died to give us. And it's a life that puts you over. Jesus took his place far above principalities, powers, rulers, darkness of this age. And the Bible says that we are seated with Christ. When? Right now. But I'm here, Pastor Sandy. I know because you're looking with the natural eyes. Because the Bible says you are seated. You have, it says you have a place. You have a position in Christ far above. Can somebody, it's hot in here. Brother Ron, can you do me a favor and check that heater? Because if that here is blowing. And so far above. So that we're not, we're not out of eye with the devil. We used to think, we used to think that, you know, that, that he, he could do whatever he wanted because he did have access to our lives. You know, he did. We were, we were in bondage. We were blind. We were in confusion, oppression, depression. But when Jesus came into our lives, light shined. The gospel allowed us, you know, took away every darkness. And we were able to see with the eyes of faith. And we, we were able to, the tactics of the enemy were exposed. And we were able to see that he's been defeated. That the enemy has been defeated. That Jesus defeated him. Amen. And that we're not eye to eye with him. We're seated far above principalities, powers and rulers. And that he is under our feet. And that he is under our feet. So we need to walk in spiritual authority to keep him in his place. He doesn't belong in our bodies. He doesn't belong in our minds. He doesn't belong in our homes. He doesn't belong in our children or in our finances. He belongs under our feet. And it's going to take spiritual power to keep him there. Amen. It's not in order for you to be saved Filled with the Holy Spirit and be in bondage. Be in bondage of oppression, depression, addiction, suppression, everything. It's, it's, it's out of order. Then why, Pastor Sandy? Well, you, you're at the right place. Today you're going to discover that you don't have to live like that one more day in your life. Because you see, the enemy doesn't just want to keep you in that place. He wants to eventually destroy you. Destroy your kill, still and destroy. Destroy is eventually eternal hell. And you have a choice. Say, I have a choice. You have a choice that if that is you, today is your day of freedom and today is your day of liberty. In the name of Jesus. That you don't have to live like that one more day. Say, not one more day. Hallelujah. Aren't you thankful? Glory be to God. Well, let's keep reading. Then, verse 17, Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him. Your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. Somebody say strong. strong. And may you have the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, and how deep his love is. May you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to understand fully. Then, say then, yes. you will be made complete. 
with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. I don't know if you caught that, but that's a lot right there. Then you will be made complete. Somebody say complete. complete. Not, with, not just with a little bit of, not just with some, but with all the fullness and the life and power that comes from who? Who? The creator of heaven and earth. God wants to fill you with himself. There's going to be a difference when you walk around filled with him. With him. It's going to be a, a there's going to be a notable, say notable, difference. And I'm going to show you in just a minute. There's a notable difference when you walk full or filled of him. You ever notice people and you're like, man, they're full of crap. I said it. Why do you say that? Because you could tell. But have you ever noticed somebody and it's like, man, they're full of God. Like that something is different about this individual. Like they, they did that about, about uh, I believe it was Peter and John. They noticed that they were unlearned men, but that they had been with Jesus. They noticed that they had been with Jesus. They recognized that they had been with Jesus. They were full of him. They were full of, full of, of, of Jesus. Amen. And so it says, now all glory to God who is able. Able. Come to the realization you, you can do it. You cannot do it. You cannot do it. It'll put it into every frustration. But God, God will do it for you. God will do it for you. Amen. And faith is not only knowing that God can do it, because there's a lot of people that know that God is all powerful, but you got to know that not only will, can he do it, he will do it. He will do it. Well, how can I be sure? Because his word tells you. His word tells you. Amen. That's why it's so important for you to have the understanding and for you to get it for yourself. What belongs to you? Because once you discover it, you not only know that God can and that he's all powerful, but God, this belongs to me. You become empowered by the promises of God. God, I not only know that you can, I know that you will. You, you, get, you know God's will for your life. God's will is his word. And when you know that God will not only uh, could, can do it, but that he will do it for you, it puts you at another level. It puts you at another level. God is able. Able. All glory to God. All glory to God who is able. Somebody say able. Through his mighty power. See, because it's, it's conditional. It's not just God being all powerful on his own and we're over here watching Netflix and chilling. I don't know what that means, but, you know, to me it means doing nothing. I know what you're thinking. And, 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 and God is all powerful, and God, he's powerful, man, yeah. And we're over here just doing nothing and expect a breakthrough. There ain't no breakthrough there. The breakthrough is when you get the understanding that he is all powerful, but it is according. According. Now all glory to God who is able through his mighty power, say power. power. Say like you know power. power. At work within us, his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more 
than we might ask or think. Glory to him in the church and in Christ Jesus through all generations forever and ever. Amen. It says, now all glory to God who is able through his mighty power at work within us. Through his mighty power, according to the power that worketh in us, he is able to accomplish infinitely more, say more, more. that we might ask or think. God's bigger, but it's all conditional according to the power that worketh in us. So he works through us. Say he works through me. He doesn't work independent of us. He works through us. Amen. He does the work through us. And so we have to, uh, it's according to the ability that we allow him to work through us. And, 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 and we do that by yielding to him. We do that by faith. We do that by surrendering to his will. We do that by believing in his word. We do that by acting in his word, obeying his word, trusting in his word. Amen. And obeying. And when we do, we yield and we allow him to work through us. Remember the Bible says that when Jesus gave him the great commission in the book of Mark, it says that they went, they went and performed great miracles. And it was uh, him that was working with them, working with them, confirming his word with miracles, signs and wonders. So it's not us on our own. It's us empowered by him doing great things through us, in us and through us. Say in me and through me. So walking in this ability and this power is not negotiable for the believer. It's a must. Say it's a must. It's a must. It was a must for Jesus and it was a must for the disciples. Jesus said, don't do anything until you endured with power. Don't do anything until you are endued with power, with the ability. You know, when we give our lives to Jesus, we receive a regeneration of the Spirit. And that means that we are born of God, of the Spirit of God. But after the regeneration of the Spirit, there is an infilling of the power of God. And that's the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And we, none of us here should not, not want the baptism of the Holy Spirit because the baptism of the Holy Spirit is the baptism of power. Say power. power. I don't know what you've been told, but the baptism of the Holy Spirit is the baptism of power, of God's ability coming upon you that'll change your life forever. Hallelujah. How many of you have been changed? I'm telling you, I'm getting there. And so why do we need this? Because we're in this world. We're in the, this world still. We are in a, uh, uh, you know, the Bible says that we are a spirit. We have a soulish and we live in a body. We still have this earthly body. And this earthly body is, wants to be crazy. But thank God that by the spirit of God on the inside of us, we can get to a place where we bring this body into subjection. The part of us that is uh, ruled by the senses, smell, taste, see, touch, feel. And that, that used to rule us when we were, before we gave our lives to Jesus. Thank God that by the Spirit of God, we can uh, uh, rule. When we feel a certain way, we don't have to go that way. We're, we are empowered to do what we know is right. 
Back then we didn't. We wanted to do good, but we ended up doing what was bad. That's not who we are no more. Now by the help of the Spirit of God, we don't only desire to do what is right, but we are empowered to do what is right. Those that are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Amen. If you are led by the flesh, by the senses, you'll reap corruption and eventually end in destruction. But we are empowered. Say, I'm, emp I'm empowered by the Spirit of God to do what is right and what is pleasing in the sight of God. The Bible tells us, it tells us in 1 John, are you glad you came to church this morning? It says in 1 John 5, 19, we know that we are children of God and that the world around us is under the control of the evil one. It has been since the beginning. It's nothing new. Are you with me? That's why we need spiritual power. Because even in the enemy's playground, we can rule and reign. Even in his territory. Jesus said, I will build my, my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against my church. Amen. So we go up, we don't go down. We're in this world, but we're not of this world. And we don't operate in the systems of this world. The Bible says, though, though, though uh, 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 that we don't fight in the flesh. We don't war in the flesh. Though we walk in the flesh, we don't war in the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God. Amen. So we need to walk in spiritual power. Another translation says, we know for a fact that we are of God and the whole world around us lies in the power of the evil one. Opposing God and his precepts. So there's, it's a spiritual world. That's why you got to be alert. You got to be watchful. You got to be vigilant, the Bible says, because your enemy, the devil, roams around like a roaring lion. He pretends, you know, roaring, a lion is strong. But he is like a roaring lion. He pretends, seeking whom he may devour. And it's going to take spiritual strength to resist him. And your spiritual strength is going to be by being empowered through your union with Christ. Not off on your own. I, don't, I mean, come on. I pray that every eye is open here. I pray that your, God anoints your eyes to see that this is a serious thing, that you must walk in spiritual power in the name of Jesus. You know why I'm so passionate about this? Because I, I know what it is to, to live a life of, of depression. I know what it is to have the devil come to you, somebody that is going to church, somebody that belongs to a church, but yet the devil every day tells you, why don't you just end your life? running, driving on 45, thoughts that would come into my mind. I didn't know it was a devil back then because the devil, is, 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 he, his tactics are, are not, they're, 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 um, 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 they're cunning. They're, he's a schemer. He's a deceiver. So he doesn't come like, uh, uh, like a, a red, you know, like Disney puts it, uh, uh, or the cartoons, a red with horns and a tail. He doesn't look like that. You, if you don't spiritually discern, you won't even recognize that he's around you. I didn't recognize what, where was that voice coming from that was saying, just, you know, just if you, if you put the pedal to the metal, 
That's a saying, right? Like if you just press the gas, just press the gas and just go real fast. And before you know it, the impact, you won't even feel it. Where was that coming from? The devil was trying to end my life. And I didn't recognize it then. But that's how he works. And I thank God. Pastor, you say this every Sunday, and I'm going to keep saying it until you get it. Until you stop allowing the devil to trip you up. I'm going to keep saying it. That's my testimony. I can say it. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It's reality. I hate, I hate what the devil does to people. I hate it, especially when you're in church and you're still beat up. Who are you talking to? I don't know. Who am I talking to? But God has given us everything. God has a plan for your life. Each and every one of you, God has a plan for life. Just like he's always had a plan for me. And yet here's the devil lying to me and tell me, why don't you just ram your car? I'm not the only one. I have people, the devil told that to my husband. One time when he was about to do that. Because look what God has done. Look what he is doing. Look how far he's brought you. Look, look, you're here. And you think this is it for you? This is just the beginning. But don't ever think God brought you out just to keep you in a church and sitting down warming up a seat. God has a wonderful plan for your life. But the devil tried to destroy you. He tried to destroy you. He did. But God had mercy. God had mercy. And, and I, know, I know what it takes. I, it takes spiritual power to discern, to know, uh, to put him in his place. He walks around like a roaring lion. He wants you for lunch. <laughs> he, he got to know. He got to know. Um, it, it ain't happening. Not today, not tomorrow. We're waiting on Jesus to come back and... We're going to wait in victory. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Our days are going to be fulfilled here on this earth. I want to do everything that God has called each and every one of us to do. Whatever it is, he'll show you. But we're here to fulfill God's purpose for our lives. Amen. And we won't leave any sooner or any later than what we're supposed to in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You know, the Bible says when you get free, make sure you stay free. Make sure you stay free. And I made it my business. I made it my business to make sure that I stay free because has there been moments that, uh, that, that the enemy will try to come and bring me back in bondage? There has been moments, you know, but I made, I made, I made a decision. I'm going to stay free. And it's not by might, not by power, but by the spirit of God, which is the spirit of power. Amen. John 10, 10, Satan comes, but to kill, steal, and destroy. Jesus said, I've come that you might have life. Say life. I discovered this life and I wouldn't trade it for anything in this world. Is there anybody that feels the same way? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we need the spiritual power. Look at the babies we just dedicated. You need spiritual power to raise your children. In this world we're living in, where the pressures, wickedness, wants to pull your your children to conform to the ways of, of wickedness. A godless people. Twist it confused in bondage children at an early age uh, 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 
going through things that they shouldn't even be going through. I thank God for the spirit of power that when you come into a place like this, that will never be your children's portion in the name of Jesus. We have kids that have come even at the age of, of seven, full of fear, anxiety, medication for schizophrenics. What, what is that? Where, did, where does that come from? The devil. The devil. That, that is what he wants to do to everybody. He hates humanity. But Jesus loved you so much that he gave his life for you. And as long as you remain in him, you're safe. It don't matter how wicked the world is. It doesn't matter what is going on in this world. It doesn't have to go on in your life. It doesn't have to go on in your children's life. Hallelujah. Thank God for the parents that are not selfish. And they say, you know what? I need to serve God, not just for me, but for my children. My children are not going to be the devil's lunch. Hallelujah. It's a serious thing. Thank God. I always tell people, man, this, this is not a light thing. It's not a light. We don't compromise. And you'd be, you'd be surprised how people can be so ignorant. They don't want the church to teach about nothing. Somebody said, somebody literally told us, let the world teach my kid. Christian! And you know exactly, that is exactly what happened. That is exactly what happened. It didn't turn out good at all. At all. Because it, It's real. But you are on the winning side. And you, every day, amen, you can walk in victory over the works of the devil. Psalms 91 says, he who dwells in the secret place of the most high God. That is somebody that is walking in the presence of God, knowing that God is with me. God is for me. In your act of obedience and pressing into him and seeking him, those that seek him, find him. Hallelujah. He who walks in the secret place of the Most High God shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Come on, when you abide under the shadow of the Almighty, what's going to come and try to get you? Shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And I, that person will say of the Lord, he is my refuge. He is my strength. He is my God. In him I trust. And I will not be afraid of the terrors that happen by day or by the, the arrows by night. It's as though a thousand may fall in my right and ten thousand in my left. That's what you're seeing right now. A thousand at the right. I mean, everywhere you look, it's like chaos. But what does that got to do when you're in the kingdom of God? Hard times is just the platform to go and show forth the glory of God. An opportunity to tell people, let me tell you how you can get out of that mess. Let me tell you how you can overcome. Let me tell you how you can be empowered to prosper right in the face of darkness. Right in the face of, 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 of when nothing is happening. God wants to make you a platform, a billboard of his goodness and of his power. But you can't do it just being cute. You can't do it just, 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 oh, God is good. Praise the Lord. You know, you can't do it. It's a life. It's a way of life. And it's the, it's the way of life that should be for every child and son of God, every daughter and son of God. It's the life that it should be that's, that this is my life. You know, maybe, you know, it's not just putting God number one. It's making him your life. 
my life, he's my life. I almost died. I know people that did, but I didn't. Why is it, Pastor Cindy? I don't know. All I know is that I didn't. I know my husband didn't die. He's seen a lot of people die. He overdose, go to prison for many years. To this day, they're in bondage. People that thought they're living the life, they ain't got, you ain't got no life without Jesus. There is no such thing as life without Jesus. But he made it. Why? I don't know. All I know is God. I do know it's because of God. You're here. You shouldn't be here. How many years in prison? 15 years in prison. Should have never been here. He's not just here. He's here with his wife. In his right mind. Serving the Lord. How is that? The spirit of power. The spirit of power. Not religion. You encounter religion. It's like you went from uh, snorting cocaine to snorting religion. Come up, just having a form of godliness. But when you encounter him, the spirit of power, it changes your life. It changes your life. Hallelujah. This is your year. This is your hour of freedom, of liberty. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Not by might, not by power, but by the spirit of God. I can go on and on and on and on. Some of you have been here. Some of you just got here. But you're here. You're here and you're going to continue. You're going to continue not in weakness. You're going to continue not in frustration. In power, in joy, and peace in the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Look, the presence of God is all, all over my friend over there. All over, all over my friend. He, not, he didn't used to want to come to church. I'm telling everybody's business this morning. But listen, don't go to a church where they just tell you God is powerful. Let me see how powerful he is. He's powerful. Look at my life. Look at my husband's life. Look at this man right here. Look at my brother right here. I can just go on and on and on. This whole row right here. Welcome. This whole row. I can just go down the line. Uh, this man, how many times you, 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 your, your wife went and dropped you off at the mental hospital? Uh, 2019, I went to the mental hospital three times. I went to the mental hospital three times in 2019 because of uh, addicted to methamphetamine. Had my mind just where I couldn't even think. I didn't even want to live, walk in the world. I just wanted to, I just wanted to leave. I didn't want to be here no more. But God, God, only God can do it, man, you know. I came, you know, whenever, ever since I came to, when we came to this church, you know, God, you know, changed my life around. You know, he freed me from addiction. He freed me from, uh, you know, being in the penitentiary. He freed me from uh, my mind. He restored my marriage. You know, he, uh, he brought everything back, my kids back together. He increased my finances so big. I went from making so much amount of money to an 18, 18% increase in... 2020, and from then, since I've been serving the Lord obediently, he gave me a 30% increase. I made it to be a supervisor at my company. Now people work for me, and they got to do what I got to tell them to do. You know, but God is so good, man, and he's always going to continue to bless you. 
But you just got to believe, step out in faith, and never give up. God can do it, man. Brother Ram shared a song with me. He said, you know, you, you can't tell me Jesus can't do it. He's done it in so many of our lives, man. I've seen it. 18 months I've seen it repeatedly here. Over and over and over and over. But God, man, he's the only one. You can't console demonic spirits. You can't. You got to cast them out. And it's by the spirit of power. It takes the spirit of power to see freedom and liberty come to somebody that has, the devil has had the grip on them. But it's real. Jesus is alive. It is real what God can do in your life. It doesn't matter where you're at. It doesn't matter how long it's been in your life. It takes one moment. It takes one moment. One moment for God to turn it all around for you. It makes me happy. It makes me happy. We're not that place where you can, I told God, I, we're not, I don't, I, use me Lord, but I don't want to be like them people over there. I want to see lives change because I know he changed my life. And that is exactly what God has done in each and every one of our lives. You know, when the spirit of power comes into your life, there's change. Somebody say change. change. Say change. change. There's freedom. There is liberty. Hallelujah. And even though he says, we know for a fact that we are of God. And the whole world around us lies in the power of the evil one, opposing God and his, and his precepts. But I want you to look what Luke 10, 19 says. I have it in the NLT. Glory to God. I'm telling you right now. Every, I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. Today can be your day. The Bible says if you open up your heart and you don't heart it, don't harden your heart. Today can be the day, not only that, if you find yourself in a place that you need freedom and liberty, today can be that day for you. It starts with giving your life to Jesus. Number two, today can be the day that you get filled with spiritual power. That you will actually see a change. A change. This is a place of change. By the spirit of power, you come one way. So we tell people, come as you are. You'll never, you never, you come as you are. We have people that come messed up. People that come high with smoke following them. Not just kidding. With and stuff in their pockets. We have people that come angry with the intention, with an intention, mad. But I'm telling you, when you walk, I, not when you walk, when you turn on Bamwood. That's how powerful it is. We have people that drive and say, I just feel like going in here. We had that happen in the women's uh, 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 thing that we had the other day. I was just driving and all of a sudden I, I just felt like turning and I, I must be over there. Who does that? The Lord. The Lord does that. Amen. Hallelujah. Luke. 10, 19. Look, Jesus said this. When they had marveled about the, 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 the Jesus had commissioned 
the disciples to go and to heal the sick and to cast out devils. They came and they marveled and they said, Jesus, even the devils obeyed us in your name. And Jesus said, of course. Verse 18. Yes, I told them. I saw Satan fall from heaven like a lightning. He said, I saw him fall from heaven like a lightning. And then he says, look. Look, I have given you authority over all the power of the enemy. And you can walk among snakes and scorpions. And snake and scorpions represent demonic spirits. So people that play with snakes at the altar, you better run like never before. That's, that's the demonic stuff. But he says you can walk among snakes and scorpions and crush them. Nothing. Nothing will injure you. Nothing will injure you. Somebody say nothing. nothing. This, you have to have spiritual power. This is not enough. Just, uh, uh, just I believe. I believe. I believe all the way. Receive everything that God has for you. Be empowered through your union with him. Amen. He's your life. You just didn't come to visit him today at church. When you leave, he's your life. You're going back to his house because if he's your life, his house is, is your house is his house. Amen. Listen in the, in the uh, Amplified. Listen carefully. There you go. I heard what you say, Pastor, but let me tell you, no, your butt got on the way because you weren't listening carefully. Listen carefully. The Bible says, Jesus said, take heed how you hear. Take heed means listen, listen with the intention to understand. Take heed. It makes a difference, right? Not I heard what you said. No. Take heed. Take heed. Listen with the intention to understand. That's going to take a little bit more paying attention. Because you can be at church, and some of you, even right now, as I'm ministering, you're checking your Facebook page. No, I'm just said that because in case that was you. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? You get distracted. You get distracted. Or you're here, and instead of listening, you're trying to figure out how you're going to take care of the problem at home. When if you just open up your heart, surrender and yield, you, while you're here taking heed, God is working it out for you. That's a powerful, that's a powerful God is. But see, if the devil can just distract you and keep you, keep you distracted. There's a lot of people distracted because there's a lot of noise. And you want to pay attention, but it's too noisy because you're, 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 you you, you're listening with, with, with two ears. You have one ear and that's the ear of faith. So it matters how you listen. Say it matters how I listen. Not listen. My Spanish wanted to come out. Listen. <laughs> hey, I had to learn English. If you didn't know that. Okay. I came. No hablo inglés. ESL. The, 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 the ice cream man used to pass by. My sister still laughed to this day. And she, we used to say, we learned how to say, can I have? Can I have? Can I have? But we say, can I have a paleta? And they're like, huh? Thank God for the pictures. 
But it, we learned. Somewhat. We're still learning. <laughs> We're still learning. But listen carefully. Take heed how you hear. Listen with the intention to understand. That means it's going to require, if you want this, if you want this, it's going to require your total attention. You have to come determine every day, every time, and in your every day, that you, you give your focus. I had to learn that because, I, um, actually, Ms. Martha taught me this because, you know, when you're multitask or you think you're multitask, you, you try to do a lot, but, yeah, you get the point. And so, even like talking, like I learned how to look at people because I will be talking and it's almost like, okay, 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 okay. But your mind is like, and she said, honey, you're not listening to me. <laughs> and I said, I'm listening to you and I'm trying to listen over here. <laughs> My sister Anna's gifted at that. <laughs> she can be looking at you like this, but she knows exactly. <laughs> You can be talking to her, and she's gifted, because there's an antenna somewhere. Down. <laughs> we tease her. <laughs> so I, I, you have to learn how to pay attention. Are you with me? Is this helping somebody? Because it's going to make the difference. You really want what God has for you? You really believe that what I'm saying to you out of the word of the Lord is true? And that you must walk in this? Do you believe that you must walk in this spiritual power? And that you must open your heart to it. You must focus. You must say, I believe, God. I believe, Lord, that you have uh, uh, made this available for me. And I've seen, I've seen, you see, when you've seen how the enemy tried to take out your life and you realize that the only reason you're here is because of Jesus, the mercy that he had upon you, you don't play games no more. You don't play games no more. 2004, game stopped for me. Game stopped for me. I said, I'm in all the way in. And I never had a thought of going back into the world. Never. Because I knew that the, on the only reason in my life is because the Lord spared my life. The Lord's prayer life, because I say this all the time, when you begin to have a relationship with Jesus and he be becomes so real to you, he, you, you kind of see those moments that you should have been dead, those moments that that bullet should have hit you, that moment that that car should have hit you. you. You begin to see. You begin to see and you realize, I should have been de dead then. I should have been dead then. And then you realize what happened to people that you know and you begin to realize you, life wasn't spared just because just because God, God was merciful. I'm here because of you, Lord. And then it's become so real to you that you realize, God, if I'm still here, I owe everything to you. My life, the air that I breathe, everything, I owe it to you. You have everything that I need in you. is life in you. is power in you. is joy in you. is peace. I, there's, there's nothing. He almost, devil always try to, almost try to take me out. Now I'm going to live and stay living and stay empowered. And, 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 and bring life to people. And bring empowerment to people. And I'm going to take as many as people with me. And I'm going to expose. I'm going to expose the, the lies of the devil. That try to take me out. I'm going to expose his tactics. And they're so dumb when you realize. They're so love. You know, out there you have many regrets. Many regrets. Coming to Jesus, there's only one regret. And that is, why didn't I surrender my life any sooner? Why didn't I surrender my life any sooner? That is the only regret. But you're here. You're here. Amen. You are here. Listen carefully. 
I give, I have given you authority that you now possess, amplified, to tread on serpents and scorpions and the ability to exercise, the ability to exercise authority over all the power of the enemy, which is Satan, your enemy that Christ Jesus defeated in Calvary through his death, burial, and resurrection. He is risen, and he has given us his spirit. And nothing, nothing, I didn't know this back then, but now nothing, nothing will in any way harm you. Nothing will in any way harm you. And then Jesus said, nevertheless, do not rejoice at this, that Satan's obey you. They're supposed to. You have authority. That's what Jesus is basically saying. Nevertheless, do not rejoice at this. Worship team, come up here. Nevertheless, do not rejoice at this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rejoice that your names are recorded in heaven. Jesus said, rejoice that your names are recorded in heaven. That is the reason why you can exercise authority. That is the way why you can uh, walk in spiritual power. That is the way, that is the reason why. Because your names are written in heaven. Heaven backs you up. You are not alone. You are not alone. Say, I have authority. And I have power. And this power brings change. Say, this power brings change. Let me leave you with this. Acts 1.8. Hallelujah. Say, today is my day of freedom and liberty. And say, and I'm going to make sure I stay free. Yeah, it's our responsibility. Peter said, now make sure you stay free. Amen. How do we do that through our relationship with the Lord? How do we do that? By be ye being filled continually. Say continually. Of the Spirit of God. Let me, let me read something to you. And I'm going to close with this. Let me, let me take you there. Luke. Not luck. My sister Narda says luck. But it's Luke. And it's not palms, it's psalms. <laughs> Hallelujah. But it's okay. Just, it's okay. No pasa nada. <laughs> Aquí no pasa nada. Luke 22, I think that's what I said, right? I didn't have it right, written down. It just came to me right now. Thank you, Jesus. In Luke 22, and we're going to pray in just a minute. I'm going to continue tonight because this was just introduction. It's, it talks about Luke 22. Don't miss tonight. Come back. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Let's see. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, it says... 
2231. It says, and the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan had desire to, to have you, to sift you like wheat. But I have prayed. Jesus said, I prayed for you that your faith fell not. You know, you have a mediator. If you belong to Jesus, he's right now making intercession for you. Isn't that wonderful? You, do you believe that? You got you to gotta know that. You're not alone. That's a lie of the devil. You're not alone. You have a mediator. You have Jesus that makes intercession for you. Amen. But I have prayed. Jesus said, Satan desires to sift you like wheat, to scatter you. But I have prayed for you that your faith fall not. And when you are converted, strengthen thy brethren. And he said unto him, Lord, I am ready to go with you. I am, go I am ready to go to prison, even die. For you. It's Peter. Love Jesus. How many of you love Jesus? Amen. How many of you are willing to go to prison for Jesus? Many people weren't when they say close the church down. Only one person did. Pastor Ronnie Howard Brown. He went to prison. Or jail. One day. One hour. <laughs> 30 minutes. I don't know how long it was. <laughs> but, you know. How about willing to die? Revelation says, you know, that they overcame him, Satan, by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they, lo they loved not their lives unto death. See, people leave that one out. We overcome our testimony, testify, testify, testify. And then when, you know, persecution comes, ah, they compromise. And they love their lives that they're willing to die. They say they're willing to die. Peter said, I'm willing to die, Jesus, and go to prison. He did. And then Jesus said, and he said, I tell thee, Peter, the rooster will crow this day before you shall deny me three times. He said that. And that is exactly what happened. If you know the story, that is exactly what, what happened when they came for Jesus to, to, you know, to take him. When it was that time, what happened, Peter? It said, what do we do? Do we fight? And then um, Jesus said, no. He, Jesus knew they were coming for him. And they, and they took him. And, and the Bible says that Peter, no more was he willing to die or go to prison. He went and got in a circle on a campfire with some girls and some guys. And he was warming up while he's looking at his master being taken and beaten and slapped. And about, you know, to, to go into what he had told them. And this girl recognized him and said, you can read it further down in the, in the, in the, in the, in the same uh, chapter. Aren't you, the, aren't you, aren't you, weren't you one of the ones that was with Jesus? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. No, that's not me. And then he moves over here and they're like, aren't you a Galilean? Aren't you with Jesus? That's not me, man. I don't know what you're talking about. And then one third time. And the Bible says, um, it says that, he eventually cursed because, because they didn't want him to, he didn't want them to believe that he was one of them. And the Bible says that when he denied him a third time, that he turned, that, that him and Jesus locked eyes. That's not Jesus. That him and Jesus locked eyes. Can you imagine the one you love, your savior, your master? 
the one you were with, faithful to, and you said, Jesus, I'm willing to die for you. And then all of a sudden, I'm willing to die or go to prison. And all of a sudden, you find yourself hiding. And then the third time, he, it says that when he denied him, that he looked and, and Jesus and him locked eyes. And it says that it, he remembered what Jesus had told him. He remembered what Jesus had told him. And it says that he wept bitterly. I mean, I want to cry just by thinking about Peter. <laughs> you know, because it's, can, I mean, you, the person you love, the person that, that you, you thought, man, I would die for you, Jesus. I would go to prison. And then here you are hiding. But Jesus already knew. Jesus already knew. That's why he says, when you, when you uh, come back to me, make sure that you strain your brethren. That's what we're doing right now, strengthening you. Showing you, amen. And so he left and he, he wept bitterly. He felt so bad. He couldn't help himself. That's how we find ourselves without spiritual power. We want to do good and we'll promise the world. We'll promise not only your families, your, you know, you, you at home, at church, to God. I promise. I promise I'll do this. I want to do this. But you can without spiritual power. You can't. This spiritual power is not just for church, for ministries to be the husbands that God has called you to be, the wives that God has called you to be. The brother, the sister is for everything, everyday life. Knowing that you can and you will do what is right in the sight of the Lord. It's ugly feeling. I've been there. God, I'm going to do this. I promise. And it, 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 it just, you know, you can't because you can't do it on your own. I've tried it. I, it. You can't do it on your own. And finally, when I got the revelation, God said, I never said for you to do it on your own. Let me help you. Let me do it for you. You just get full of me. Let me help you. And it was the most awesomest, that's a word, thing. <laughs> to surrender and to yield to the Lord. Look at Peter. Now turn to Acts 1.8. And I'm going to finish right here. Man, I thought this was going to be a 30-minute service if you're visiting with us. This ain't that. People got real problems. Not that everybody's here has a problem. Listen, no. Wherever you're at, you're going to leave empowered in the name of Jesus. Amen. Because we never arrive. We go from glory to glory. I forgot I told you how to come up here. I'm so sorry. I'm almost done. Acts 1-8. It's because it sounds so beautiful as you're playing that, Georgie. So, thought it was in heaven. And Acts, after, after, say after. You know, when Jesus told Peter or the disciples, Whenever Peter recognized, Jesus, you are the son of the living God. Jesus said, flesh and blood has not revealed this unto you, but this came to you from my father. And he says, upon this rock, I'm going to build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail. And the Bible says that he told them, you know, that they were going to, that, that he was going to give them the keys of the kingdom, authority and power. 
And then he, Jesus said this. I know I told you to go to the book of Acts, but let me just say this before I read. Jesus said in, in Matthew 16, 28, he said, Verily I say unto you, there be some standing here which shall not taste of death till they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. And the scripture says that when Jesus spoke that, he was referring to when Jesus said, I'll, I'm leaving, but I'm going to send another, another of me to not just be with you, but to live and abide in you. He was going to come by his spirit. And he was talking about the day of Pentecost, day Pentecost, when the, when the outpouring of the Holy Spirit came. He says, when the, the Son of Man coming in his, until uh, you see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. And that is what happened in Acts 2. It, it says that, did you find it? Yes. Hallelujah. And I'm, we're going to pray. It says, on the day of Pentecost, all the believers were meeting together in one place. Suddenly, say suddenly, there was a sound from heaven like a roaring. Acts 2. Like a roaring of a mighty windstorm. And it filled the house where they were sitting. Then what looked like flames of tongues of fire appeared and settled on each of them. And everyone present was filled, say filled, with the Holy Spirit and began speaking in other tongues, languages, as the Holy Spirit gave them utterance. And then the Bible says, you know, that people thought they were amazed and people began to, to uh, ridicule them. In, in verse uh, 12, it says, they stood there amazed and perplexed. What can this mean? They asked each other. But others in the crowd ridiculed, mocked them, saying, they're just drunk, that's all. But then in 14, the same Peter that denied Jesus is now the, the Peter that has been filled and has been empowered. It brought change. Say change. change. The spirit of power ch will change you from being natural into supernatural. The things that you never you could do and conquer, you're gonna you the spirit of power will cause you to be able to be empowered to conquer and to do things you never imagined to see yourself free. Amen. Then Peter stepped forward. He ain't Peter the denier no more. He ain't the coward no more. He ain't the, he's not the one that just said he wanted to do right now. He is the one that is not only knows to do, he is doing it. Then Peter stepped forward. He stepped forward. I can't even imagine. He stepped forward. It's like he just, one scripture said he arose with the 11 other apostles and shouted to the crowd. He shouted. He's not in the corner when the fireplace no more. He stepped forward. The spirit of power will cause you to step forward. The spirit of power will cause you to come out from amongst them. Hallelujah. Step forward with the 11 other apostles and shout it to the crowd. Listen carefully. All of you fellow Jews, residents of Jerusalem, make no mistake about this. These people are not drunk as some of you assume. Nine o'clock in the morning is much too early for that. Not in these days, right? <laughs> People drink till the break of dawn. But that's not the, it says, no, what you see was predicted long ago by the prophet Joel. In the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit, pour out my spirit upon all people. Your sons and your daughters will prophesy, your young men will see visions and your old men will dream dreams. 
in those days, that, that's the days when this happened, of the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, that's when it started. In those days, I will pour out my spirit, even on my, on my servants, men and women alike, and they will prophesy. And I will cause wonders in the heavens above and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and clouds of smoke. The sun will become dark and the moon will turn blood red before the great and glorious day of the Lord arrives. But everyone, say everyone. everyone. That include all of us. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. But everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. And then he went on. He went on and he was told, and you know, he began to preach to them and, and, and tell them the truth. Tell them they, they must repent. They must repent. Verse 38, Peter replied, each of you must repent. Because the Bible says that when Peter was speaking to them, he was speak, speaking to them in the spirit of power with the anointing so much that his words were piercing their hearts. Yeah. Just like it happens to you when you come here. The word pierces your heart. It touches you. That's not me doing it. That's the Spirit of God Amen. operating through my life. Something happens. It pierced their heart and they began to say, what must we do? And Peter said, each of you must repent of your sin and turn to God and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. There must be repentance. Then you, then you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. This promise is to you, to your children. Oh, to you, to your children, and to those far away, all who have been called of the Lord. Then Peter continued preaching for a long time. See, that's what we're here a long time. Strongly. Strongly. Somebody came to our women's thing, and the first thing they asked, they received, they were blessed, and they said, is she always like that? Like, is this normal? They said, try coming on Sundays. For a long time, strongly urging all his listeners, save yourselves from this crooked generation. Save yourselves. Save yourselves from this crooked generation. And the Bible says those who believe what Peter said were baptized and added to the church that day about 3,000. 3,000. We're going to see this. I'm telling you, people are coming to the realization that everything has failed them. That everything they tried has failed. Doesn't work. And they're going to come to the church. And guess what's going to happen? They're going to realize that what they needed all this time was Jesus. Not only when they come here, but when we go out and tell them. When we go out and tell them in that parking lot. Like my friend right here, Jocelyn. The Lord met her at Cole's parking lot. And it's everything she's ever wanted and desired. Because somebody got empowered by the spirit of power and came out of the four walls in the church into a cult. I said, who invited you here? And she said, this family was preaching to me at Coles. That's the spirit of power. For what purpose? To set the captives free from this crooked generation. We have the answer. Without the spirit of power, who are you going to tell? And it's going to take the spirit of power to set the captives free. You shall receive power. After that, the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you shall be my witnesses. The spirit of power is to demonstrate the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is not a matter of talk, but it's a matter of power to set the captives free. 
and that power is available to you I want you to stand up right now and we're gonna pray because if I don't stop here we ain't stopping we're gonna go into the night service and some of you have been asking for that so be careful what you ask for because one day we're just not gonna have a stopping point